Welcome to PR360, a weekly interview podcast dedicated to talking about the important topics within the public relations technology industry, hosted by Brett Deister and in partnership with Global Results Communication. Find out more information at globalresultspr.com. And welcome to a new episode of PR360, and I'm your host, Brett Deister. And as always, if you could, please subscribe to PR360 on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. And this week, we have Ted Kitterman. He is the editor of PR Daily for Ragan Communications. And when he's not writing in PR and marketing, he enjoys Shakespeare, lattes, large dogs, and everything else that normal people do when we're not sitting in our house all the time. Probably could still enjoy lattes. Anyways, welcome to the show, Ted. Hey, thanks, Brett. Good to be here remotely from a safe social distance. Oh, yes. And speaking of that being remotely, do you enjoy coffee or tea? Well, I think you mentioned I like my lattes, but I I do love uh, coffee. I drink in about half a pot a day at least to keep powered up through all the craziness we got going on right now. Yes, I'm already on my third cup of coffee, so I'm right with you on that one. But anyways, moving on to just like a bird's eye view of what's going on in the PR industry in 2020. Can you give us kind of like some updates about that? I'd say if you're going to be looking at the bird's eye view of the PR industry in 2020, what you're really looking at is change writ large. Flexibility is the name of the game these days. And especially now with the disruption that we're seeing from coronavirus, I think that's really changed the outlook for a lot of industry professionals, a lot of industries in general, everyone's going through this. But what it means for PR is that it's supercharging a lot of the transformation that we were already seeing going into this year. So I think we're seeing a lot of crisis and reputation management taking the forefront. I think digital content is more important than ever, obviously. Media relations continues to be valuable, but I think you can make the argument that it's going to be more difficult. I think you're seeing across the country that Even though there are more people than ever seemingly tuning into the news, for some reason, newsrooms are still getting smaller. When you read stories like Gannett laying off members of their newsrooms in response to coronavirus, I think some of this is still just being kind of disguised, fit these things into the national narrative. But really what you're looking at is media relations is going to continue to be very valuable, but I think it will get more difficult. And then finally, measurement's going to matter more than ever as PR budgets are going to shrink, as PR and marketing budgets get smaller because of coronavirus disruption, people are going to want to see the value for the limited budgets they have. And so being able to prove your value, being able to measure what you're able to do online is going to be as important as ever. Do you think you'll see more podcasts and more live streaming from the PR people and the companies moving forward? Yeah, I think we're already seeing a lot of companies taking content into their own hands. A lot of PR people getting into the content as content creators. I think that's going to continue and just really take off, especially as brands are trying to find ways to get their message and build community out there. I think that's going to be a big part of what they do. Yeah. And with all these new trends, do you see there was a huge pivot from the early part of 2020, let's say January and February to now? Do you see more of just PR people becoming more digital content creators instead of just dealing with the media and writing press releases? 
I would say that that's really where savvy PR pros already probably were. I think a, a healthy mix of both paid and earned media creation there and really taking the reins as being their own storytellers and then pitching those stories that they've already created to get the media hits that they need. I wouldn't say that that's like a steep cliff going from January of this year into where we are now. I don't think that those tactics and tools just kind of appeared out overnight, but I do see them being even more important for a lot of communicators as they try and get their stories out. Mm -hmm. And you already talked about media training crisis communicators or crisis communication has a lot more PR pros that have brushed up on their, let's say they had took a class in college for crisis comma. Do you think they've had to brush up on that since we've gone through the COVID-19 crisis or still going through it? I think a lot of people are taking a closer look at their crisis communications plans. We did a survey at Reagan that looked at the number of people who had a crisis communications plan pre-crisis and then the number of them who are, have developed one kind of in the aftermath of this crisis. And I think you're seeing a lot of people either revisiting their crisis plan or getting more serious about their crisis plan for sure. But I think the savvier PR pros have been on the button for crisis communications for a while. And anecdotally, I know that some of the bigger PR firms have been making most of their revenue, large amounts of their revenue from reputation management and corporate comms practices. I would hesitate to say that this is something new for the PR industry as a whole, but I do think that people who maybe weren't paying it enough attention before this crisis are definitely keyed in now. Mm -hmm. And for the PR pros that are trying to maintain their relationships, a lot of times I heard PR pros wanted to be more personable, more one-on-ones, but you can't really do that right now. Do you have any tips for them to actually still maintain their relationships with the physical distancing? I think it's the same tips that you have with maintaining your relationships with anybody right now. If you're building a relationship with someone, a reporter or a client or someone that you have, get on a call with them. Make sure that you're checking in regularly with them. Make sure that you're only bringing them information that they need. Everyone's a little overwhelmed with messaging right now. So don't just reach out to reach out, but have something of value that you can offer them and take the time to really listen. I think everyone's looking for that connection right now. And so now might actually be a better time than ever to get some people who might not have been available to you before the crisis to be able to get them on the phone or be able to reach out with some messages. And also, you know, take your social media presence seriously. A lot of journalists and a lot of other entities are really looking at how they can bring their stories out online, how they can connect with their audiences on social media. And so PR pros should definitely be on those channels and making sure that they're connecting with people, reaching out to people, and making sure that they're seen as savvy operators on those channels. Mm-hmm. And I mean, those are some really great tips of just trying to maintain those relationships. But what advice do you have for PR pros, maybe trying to message to their consumers about the company? even if they are or maybe still closed, do you think that they should be more having a message focused on like the community or should it be something else entirely different? I think this in particular just doesn't have to be rocket science. I think every organization has a reason to exist. 
whether you're a peer agency or whether you're an industry uh, that's operating outside of the communication space, but those people have communicators working for them. And I think it's the communicator's job right now to think about the reasons that their organization exists in their community and how those reasons can help create an authentic way that they can be of service to their community. I do think it is a huge community focus right now. I don't think that there's a lot of room for being out on an island and only thinking about yourself and your, and your profits. I think that will come later when we pivot away from the healthcare moment that we're in and are starting to able to think about the financial ramifications of this crisis, which we'll, I think we'll be dealing with for probably years to come. But I, I think it's really important right now to really be thinking about how you can, in your own way, serve people in your community and be willing to do it just for the sake of doing it. I think there's going to be a backlash to any campaigns that are seen as self-serving or seen as just an attempt to get some media hits or to get a praise for giving back to the community. You have to do it just because you want to do it, because you belong to the community and your heart's moved to do it. Anything else is just going to be seen as opportunism. Mm. So try to be as authentic as you can, it seems like, is what you're saying with the messaging. Absolutely. And for the crisis plan, maybe when it's all over, how should PR pros like look to update their crisis plan? What should they be doing? What are some tips that you have for them? Well, in terms of your crisis plan, first of all, you can check us out. We've got a daily crisis communications newsletter that we put out at Reagan. You can find that at reagan.com. But I think more importantly, in terms of thinking about your crisis communications plan, think about the phases of this crisis, how you're going to transition between those phases and try to identify actions or what's going to trigger the next phase of your crisis. I think it's pretty easy right now to think through the separate moments of this crisis and think, well, we're going to start with social distancing and then we're going to, next step is going to be bringing some of our consumers or some of our clients back in. And then the final step is a full recovery. But how do you get between those phases and really come up with some strong triggers that help you identify where you're going to move and how you're going to move. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you've already said it before about digital messaging, but do you think 2020 is kind of be finally catapulting it into just all or most or 95% of all messaging will just only be digital and paper messaging or even like the physical collateral will just be kind of gone by the wayside? I definitely think that digital messaging is going to carry a lot of weight. I mean, I think that digital messaging was already probably underutilized going into this year. And then with the amount of time that your audience is going to be spending online because of the current crisis, because they can't go out, because they can't go places, I think that's just going to continue to grow. That's not to say that there isn't value in like mail campaigns or other physical collateral, but you really have to think about physical signage out in the world isn't going to do much for you. There's going to be limited ways in which you can reach people. And so you have to really get creative and authentically telling your story is really the touchstone that you should be going back to time and again. Mm -hmm. And for moving on, let's say we're eventually kind of getting out of this, how, or what are some tips for PR pros for the moving on message of like reopening of like, Hey, we're here type of things. What are some tips for that? You know, that's a really good question. I don't know that I have any great answers for that yet. What I'm seeing as the strongest 
indicator right now is just the huge importance of communicating the safety of employees, the safety of workers, the safety of communicators coming into your space. So it's just going to be hugely important that you focus on how you're protecting people coming back to the workplace as you try to figure out how everything comes back online. That's going to be the number one question that you're going to get asked over and over again. And so having the plan and the specifics of the plan, you can't go into generalities. Everyone wants to know the specifics of how you're aligning with the best knowledge that we have, which is probably coming from the CDC. So identify where you're going to get the information for safety tips, where you're going to get the best knowledge that you can, and then identify how you're going to disseminate information to your various audiences and really be keyed in on the fact that it's got to be internal first and then external, but it's got to go everywhere. So basically the message will all be about how we're protecting our customers while they're going into the store, basically. Yeah, things are going to change where people are going to be going e-commerce is going to be a thing. And the question is huge. But I think at the very least, you have to think about telling people how your workers are going to come back and how they're going to be safe. This might sound counterintuitive, but how you message to your employees has become an external issue. If you look at like Amazon right now with all the stories they're having to deal with where their workers are protesting or walking out over concerns about safety. And it seems like there's a new story every day about some factory that's like planning to bring their workers back and the workers are going to the journalists out there and saying, I don't know, it doesn't sound like they've thought this through about how they're going to keep us safe. And so how you talk to those employees is going to be a huge reputational issue for most organizations as they're finding their way back after this crisis. And so employee relations or even maybe an employee influencer program could actually be pretty good for PR pros. I think that's an absolutely great avenue for PR pros to be invested and to be thinking about how, how they can turn employees into those crucial advocates to make sure that the message feels authentic and includes input from the employees, making sure that there's two-way communication so that people are, that people feel invested and assured that they're going to be safe and that your customers know that when they shop with you, they're not putting people in harm's way. Mm-hmm. And do you think the company should utilize like podcasting for internal employees only and like live streaming for them as well and having like sections for that for the public? And then for the employees and splitting them off? It's interesting. I think there's certainly room for your internal podcast to be available internally only or for internal messaging to be available to try and protect it. But I really think in the digital age, especially in the news cycles that we see, any message that you put out internally is getting leaked externally. And so the better strategy, in my opinion, is to really think about how the message that you're crafting internally is also going to be received externally and make sure that that message works on both fronts so that everything's aligned. So basically plan for internal, but write it as you're writing it for external at the same time. Yeah, I think that's key. Mm -hmm. And what do you think the future of PR looks like for you moving forward to like 2021, 2022? That's a really great question. I think the future will continue to see the earned media landscape evolve. I think you're going to continue to see people trying to be innovative and 
figure out how they can tell these stories in digital and online media. I think earned media is going to continue to be valuable, if not more valuable than ever, because I do think that people are going to start really asking questions like, how can I trust the information that's being presented with me? I think corporations, brands, and the PR agencies that work for them are in an interesting position right now where the business community is more trusted than a lot of other areas right now. And so I think that's probably going to continue for the near future anyway. And so thinking of ways that you can be a trusted resource for your community is going to be so key. I think things like brand purpose and some of those changes that we've seen in the business community at large are going to continue to be important for communicators to be thinking about. And I think the role of communications is just going to be more important than ever for most organizations. I really think the future of communications and PR as a whole is quite bright. Hopefully, the PR pros and communicators as a whole will be able to advocate for their seat at the table and really drive important key business decisions. Because in this online world that we live in, I think communications and brand management and reputation management and all the things that are really in the wheelhouse of the PR pro are going to be just as vital as ever. Mm -hmm. So basically what it is, is even though this pandemic is terrible and awful, it has kind of shown just how important PR and communication is both internally and externally. Yeah, I think it really is. And especially in comparison to the marketing side, I know that PR and marketing kind of work together in our modern integrated communications landscape. But I really think that the power of the PR pro is to be able to provide authenticity, to be able to build community and to offer those messages that don't feel like a hard sell, that are just so crucial for getting through this crisis. And I think will be a very important part of most organizations' plans for the future. Mm-hmm. And any final thoughts for our listeners? No, I just think everyone, hope you're staying safe. Hope everyone is keeping their heads on straight as we're trying to manage through this crisis. I know it's a tough time for a lot of people out there. Remember to be kind to each other and remember to forgive yourself. There's a lot of work out there for communicators at the moment, and I think it's important to give yourself a break and to make sure that you are taking care of yourself as you go about trying to do the PR and communications role in the COVID-19 crisis of 2020. All right. Thank you, Ted, for all your insights in the PR industry. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Brett. I appreciate you having me. And thank you for listening. And as always, please subscribe to PR360 on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. And join us next week as we talk to another great thought leader in the PR industry. All right, guys. See you next week and stay safe. Later.